0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Obelisk. Tonight we have uh, returning guest Meredith Swain and you know her lover, and love her Suzanne Potter Thomas. We're going to talk about whatever comes to our mind, whatever you guys want to talk about. We're just going to BS for a couple hours, and you get to come along for the ride.
1: So, how's everybody yay, doing yay, tonight? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey.
2: Hi, ladies. Hi, it's hi, so nice hi, hi, to hi. have you on here. Hello. I, I love this with a dynamic duo, Meredith and Sue's. <laughs> <laughs> pretty fun. We have enough
3: <laughs> opinions between the both of us to fill the whole world. <laughs> Listen, <laughs>
2: ladies, there ain't enough room in here for all of us. <laughs> Not in this planetary realm. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, hello, everyone out there in the world that comes and plays with us. So, what's going on, everyone? Jerry, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. Um, just, yeah, a lot of shit going on last couple weeks. I really don't want to talk about publicly. Nothing bad. I mean, it's nothing personal. Uh, Some work-related stuff is crazy. And that's about, I got nothing else. I got nothing.
2: Oh, my God, that's rare. Everybody mark this on their calendar. <laughs> <laughs> the day, Jerry, Cthulhu has nothing.
0: <laughs> I mean, I got stuff to talk about, but I mean... Uh,
2: I hear you. I hear you. I understand. I we don't have air. a
0: focused point or topic to jump in on. But I was just answering your question. How I am, I'm fine. I'm doing well.
2: Well, we do have a focus to jump on because there was a little something, something that happened today with a few people that think they're in charge of everyone. And one of the things I noticed, and I posted it on Twitter, is the English flag was in the center and the American flag and the Australian flags were on the other side, on either side. And I think if people don't understand that symbology, I don't know what to tell you, but it was very clear and in plain sight, the crown has never stopped ruling these two countries. They did for a brief while in America, and then, of course, we sold it back to them.
0: And so I didn't hear the announcement, but I did read about it. Is the five eyes thing now three eyes?
2: I don't know. So I don't know enough to speak on that. I, I did listen to it, but I was listening to it. Uh, I was getting here's the problem. I need to listen to it again. I was kind of getting triggered. (laughs) So when you say the five eyes, what exactly are you talking about?
0: So the, the, our intelligence agencies have an agreement with four other countries. Yes. And it's called five eyes. It's F F V E Y S. I forget what it stands for, but it's like UK, Australia, um, Japan, us, and someone else. I can't remember who it is.
2: What they said today was it was they were just uh, giving their alliance to the three of them forming this new thing that they call themselves and with the abbreviations of, you know, a u and then of course the one u turns into the k which turns into the u and the s right. and let's get a backbeat on that can we spit this out and uh <laughs> <laughs> well what what
0: i was thinking the what what i imid- immediately thought like the symbolism and whatnot was that five eyes went down to three eyes and with the uk in the middle it's the third eye
2: but I, oh, I love that, Jerry. Yeah. I don't know, though, I don't know what it meant, what it means ultimately from the five eyes. I, they, the, the three made a very public alliance today and I didn't, I could have missed it, but I didn't hear anything else in that. Yeah. And, you the know, they're axis talking. The of evil. Oh, well, they're, you know, sides are happening because we see, you know, th- this is what they're putting out at us. And apparently right? we're, we're going to
0: help Australia build nuclear subs now, right?
2: Yeah. Why?
0: For China. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, China, China and Russia. Now, see, we've got sides happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, all that kind of posturing is happening. And that was made very clear. And it it was I was getting triggered listening to the languaging. It's these fools. I mean, seriously, these fools. People are agreeing that these people rule us. No, I know. On. Fuck. No, I, I don't even get it. How they
4: can agree to that. Don't they see what's happening?
2: Well, a lot of them want this to happen apparently, or it wouldn't be happening. It's <laughs> like the old psychological rule you must be liking it, or you wouldn't be doing it. Um, but yeah, harder, I mean, I, oh, okay, God. yes, exact. That's what it is. I it's need disgusting. more bare ass. yeah. It's hundred percent disgusting. It's very concerning. And it's just more of this languaging that we're finding ourselves swimming through. And that's the whole thing, Suze. I feel you. It's like, who is a, people are agreeing to this. These people, if there ever was a time to be like, not my people, not my president. I mean, I think this is kind of that yeah. time.
0: What, what people yes. are you talking about that agree to this?
2: Yeah, the it's people it's that it's want it's the it's vaccine it's passports the people Sorry, that are okay. standing behind these rulers the people that yes. are giving them power sure. the people that are feeding into that system those people that's who I'm talking about in specific i'm not
3: sure that those people are aware that this happened like i think that the people that are still like at this point at least like energetically like giving like this administration and like its tentacles and where those tentacles reach to like I just think that they're not paying attention to that or else they wouldn't be like feeling that way you know what I mean like they're not they're just like swallowing whatever like the media gives them and Jerry I was gonna say like I I was like I wonder what this has if this has anything to do with China because, and Russia. I mean, it seems like, it seems like China has its tentacles in us and in Australia. So I don't know. Like, is this a staging of the like actual like Mm -hmm. war that we would, I mean, because we've been in a regular warfare, but is this like the staging of like the like, boots
0: on the ground type of... No, no, I don't war. think we're... We're, we're not going to get there. It's going to be an economic war and information war way <laughs> before it becomes a hot war. And
3: a frequency war. Yeah. But, but uh, then, uh, China's
0: okay. China's in a lot of trouble right now economically. Um, there's a bunch of news going around about Evergrande missing their interest payment in September.
1: Mm. So
0: that's going to have a, a ripple effect. And uh, there's... <laughs> they got problems. They're they're having the same kind of inflation we do. We're having, which we now see is not transitory. Thank you, Fed. Right.
3: My gosh. They're, pr- they're
0: predicting. What did I read? Four point one percent for next year.
3: <laughs> no, top, I thought kind of uh, said forty one percent. it might, it might as well be. <laughs> Seriously, they're warming up. They're. I think they're warming us up for like some kind of economic reset. Yeah, they are.
1: Yeah, they I are. Think, that's what they want. I, this is the whole thing is
3: economic.
0: That's what this whole pandemic's about. Is
4: yeah.
0: they've since 2008, when everything crashed, mm-hmm. nothing it has changed, insolvent. and we've we've only printed more and more money since then. And now they're at a point where nothing can be re- uh, yeah. reconciled. We can never pay off the debt ever, ever. Even it's if we, it's never going to
2: even out. No, there's no way.
0: It's ridiculous. Well, when.
2: It's when they money. when when the dollar was the current you know the standard the world was going by we could continue to print money and that would be fine but right now uh, several countries are in agreement on pulling that standard from us so yeah. that's when I think we're going to see how how this plays down as far as financially mm-hmm. when they pull that status from us and they will.
0: Right. Well, you need yeah. to get, you'll need your VAX card to pull money out of the bank. So <laughs> oh start
2: my God. Well, pulling the same out time, cash. I mean, the English people fought against the passports and they won. Right now, allegedly, and so you know the government backed down on that. And, and for this, now. But but it was a, it's a good sign. I'm so suspicious of all of this that I'm like they let them have this and yeah. because there's something else positioning because they're gonna lock them down again. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then use that <laughs>
0: again. Us they still out. are.
2: Right. Well, they in never England? came out. There was a there was a little bit of a summer and they allowed them oh, to sorry. in England. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, England. Um, so UK. England, yeah. England, did you got, I don't know, I was in the chat, I missed which said, but they were gonna roll out vaccine passports in September.
4: And yeah, um, and then they said they're they putting said it they're, in their winter arsenal.
0: Right. They'll probably lock down again in the winter when the mass die-off begins.
4: Yeah. Yep. Makes sense why Scotland's got that body storage for like what, <laughs> two million people or something.
0: I don't know. So does Oregon really? apparently.
2: Oh, really? Oregon's crazy out here. Seriously. When Washington and California are looking mild, (laughs) you know, know. Oregon's looking crazy. And even like this last week, I went with my, uh, friend Melanie well this actually was in Washington so I've got some nerve but it's uh, you know we share this town what Vancouver and Portland are kind of sisters shared by a bridge and uh my friend Mel and I went out to a local haunt we usually go to and we've been going there a long time we are both ex-service you know like I've I tip well and meld us to, we, you know, we're people you want in your section because we order a lot and we tip well and um, we're jovial and we have fun and you know, you want us in your section. And so we usually get treated like Queens. Well, I, the mask mandate's back on everywhere here. And so we get to the door, I, I'm gonna put my mask on to walk through and sit down so I don't catch COVID and uh (laughs) so and mel points down to the so i saw the sign and i'm like okay well i'm putting it on and uh it's a speakeasy place it's in an old building it's really fabulous and there's usually speakeasy music it's all 1920s even in the bathroom there's 20s perfumes and stuff you can use like charlie and taboo and stuff like that and really great old old school cocktails it's a fantastic place and then there's a little bit of seating outside. We get through it, Mel points to the bottom sign. It says, basically you have to have of the vac. So you have to have show your papers Jesus. to go in. I was shocked. I was like dumbfounded by it. And my analytical mind went, clicked right in. So we sat down, We we sat down outside where everyone else was sitting down <laughs> and uh, because there was one table inside. So apparently one table of elderly people, probably Jerry's parents' age. And, uh, you know, like that generation seems to be really pulling up to this. And, oh yes, my parents did. Yeah, that seems to be, they really seem to be buying into Couldn't this. believe so, it. So that page, well, we'll get to that in a second. That page, that the, those people, that was one table in there and the musicians and of course the staff. And the rest of us were all outside. And then I kept watching people go in just like I was and not paying attention. They were putting their mask on before and then they all, it, 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 like they were all coming back out. And I thought this is a good barometer there's one table inside yeah. and there's a bunch of us outside the music's inside so everyone actually is there to see the music right that to me said a lot and every the table inside I, like I said they were of the elder generation and everyone outside was my generation and younger and i thought this is we're never going to go back I don't care what they do. I will never spend money in that joint again. Never. That shit's not mandated here. Not that I even acknowledge a mandate against my personal right to sovereignty as a being on this fucking planet. Uh, I don't even acknowledge that, but even if they did mandate it and people thought that shit had power over them, I will never spend money there again. I was so put off by it. And yet, that's a sign of the times. And now, Sue's, that's what, let's talk about your parents. I mean, it does seem to be that generation's really behind all this. My parents and my dad's brother, my sister, they just
4: all. Mm -hmm. I was like, what are you doing? This is experimental. Why would you do that? They don't even know what it's going to do. Oh, well, you know, because we don't want to die of COVID and we want to travel. Okay, that makes sense. Neither oh.
2: one of them caught it. Oh, my goodness. It's, so. I mean, it you, oh, here's another thing. I'm just going to, one of the things, so Ivermectin, as someone who's done husbandry, you know, with animals and all this, it's been it's been around forever. It's always been in the animal set. All the antibiotics that humans use are in that section when you go to, like, farm mm-hmm. and fleet. Or A horse dewormer. Stores. And... <laughs> Yeah, just like- We're talking fi- about horse paste. <laughs> just like the fish, amoxic- you know, moxicillin, it's still the same thing. It's yeah. just, you know, you learn, you read the chart and you go by weight. So yeah, if you take a dose that a horse is going to need- you're hey, you're gonna od <laughs> you yeah. are seriously you should yeah. take that dose if that's what you think you need <laughs> go go on ahead <laughs> and um it. but it, and so it's just ridiculous but that that is a it's a parasitical it's an anti-parasitical and bot flies and on the modern when you go buy it it says <laughs> for parasites and bots it leaves out flies and uh and mm-hmm and wow. the ivermectin gets in. But the point is, chew on this. And it ivermectin works. This is why yeah. it's so powerful and potent. And if right. you remember, Trump pushed it before he got turned into mm, whatever and pushed the vaccine. Not,
0: no, he was pushing hydrochloroquine.
2: He was but then he also pushed Which is also ivermectin. an <laughs> <laughs> he, he also pushed, he took hydroxychloroquine, but he pushed, he's talking about other therapies and it was on the list. And uh, and then of course he pushed all this craziness. But my point here is it's an anti-parasitical. What are we talking about here? What are we looking at? Now, you know, it's niche and I'm gonna bring the woo. That's, you know, that's where I live parasites. Mm-hmm. I personally don't believe this is about a financial reset. I am in the opposite court of that. I think this is actually a non-human takeover and I'm not backing down from that. My Every psychic thing in my body says this. And the more I look at this, this the way this is unrolling, the more I see how it's unrolling and I'm looking at how people are functioning within this unrolling event that's happening, the more mm-hmm. these people are looking non-human human to me now I'm not suggesting that all of us are human I'm you know we've got a mixed bag but you know what I'm saying for the sake of being uh, easy here and easy to understand Mm -hmm. I think that there's a bigger thing going on here and I've always said this you know this follow the money takes you to the top of the pyramid well what's above that yeah yeah that's my piece I said it
4: (laughs) I guess it stands
2: to, <laughs> I, agree. I guess
3: it stands to reason that in the event cuz I I do not disagree at all with that take or that approach like at all and I think that like a non-human takeover would be facilitated best by multiple financial collapses and then a reset because when people are in fear and scarcity and like their minds are being fractured like eight ways till Tuesday you know it's like yeah it makes it easier for that kind of like nefarious consciousness whatever this is to kind of like slip in through those cracks um so yeah i and it it that same whatever it is that entity could also benefit from everybody having to do all of their financial transactions like through one app or like online or something like that like to collect maximum amounts of data gross
2: so it's, it's a control yeah. grid and the financial yeah. mm-hmm. reset that is happening. I'm not denying that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're having a whole cultural whole reset. <laughs> yeah, Everything about everything is being reset. That's obvious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and when you can't get, you know, when they're outlying, uh, stuff that we've all been able to buy under, uh the vitamin section, you know, when they're outlining Uh a lot of that stuff, when they're telling you you can't read certain things and are outlining those books and, and of course, we can't meet and congregate and all this stuff. you got to look at this as a holistic situation and not just an American situation or not just a Western situation. This is a worldwide setup that's happening Uh and and people are in bed. So I don't care who's taking sides. I don't care that we just saw America, Australia, the (laughs) crown Mm-hmm. The crown and its penal colonies unite once again. Hi, save <gasps> the queen. Uh, yeah. and, and China and Russia, these people are all in bed together. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm fired up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love the fiery niche. I, I can't help it. I feel like I feel like actually there's going to be, you know, this is a limited engagement. That's why I think I've been a little more, a little more fiery lately. I just do. I feel like it's a limited engagement, and we're going to see how limited this engagement is very soon. You know, September's a pivotal uh-huh. month, and it has not been disappointing as far as what's changing our society with the last two Biden five to 10 minutes of talking before he poops his pants and shuffles off (laughs) it's like a computer
3: like you know I mean (laughs) this whole like administration has felt very artificial yes like a computer like a tv screen really you know
2: very much so, and you know this mm-hmm. is one of the things I've always admired. From I know some of you don't like him, but I do, and I still do. Richie from Boston, where he says, "Step outside, and everything looks different." When you get outside the digital, although his last message was a little more dire. Uh oh, what was it, girl? It's a it's a barn burner. You gotta listen. I mean, he's <laughs> which one of his messages aren't dire? <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody, I him in a while, they're taking us <laughs> over. And who well, is Richie, this? Richie Richie's from Boston. D- Richie's very sick and he's, you um, know, he's, he's very he sick. And he's Yes, he's very, very sick. And What's wrong with him? He hasn't disclosed that, but it sounds like he's not going to be around long. And he's mm-hmm. been talking kind of like that. So, I mean, he's been, he said he was sick. He said there's nothing to do about it. And he kind of messages that. So, you know, he is. That's what's going on. And I think that's given him a freedom of. uh, He seems to be, even though he's always Richie from Boston, which I think is personally always awesome. I've always liked Richie. Uh, He can be pedantic, but I admire that. I have that myself. And he, he's just, this last one was really intense. And up until now though, he's been like, this is all fake, get outside, the virus is in your head, it's online, it's digital, get outside and you will see. And then the last one, he was just tripping because everyone's falling into lockstep again with it. And he's, you know, he's basically like, this is it. I mean, it was the most Dire Richie from Boston video I've wow. personally seen.
4: i've been on the edge yeah yeah you know so let's talk about like reel myself back in yeah you know i just have to shut it off and i have to go outside and i go to the store and i realize you know everybody's wearing masks because that's what you know that's what they're telling us we have to do the kid you know chase me down in the grocery store so gotta comply if you want to get your shit and get out of the store uh Anyway, it just god this whole thing just makes me so I just like I want to blow it all up. I want to get the people in charge and just make them pay so bad. And I don't know what to do. It's all that anguish, but then I know that that's what they want. They want me to yeah. be upset. They want me to get yes. all pissed off and yeah. go off the handle and fuck everything up for myself. I'm not going to do that. They're not going to win.
2: Tantends under no. pressure. <laughs>
4: We know, exactly. we know Suze consume, will deliver. Consume, <laughs> obey. No, it's-
2: Suze will deliver, like seriously. <laughs> Suze no. no one to mess with. But it, again, it. it's just like contents under pressure. We're all feeling it. I mean, even yeah. today I lost my, for the first time in a very long time, I actually lost my temper. And I mean, I just feel atrocious over it. I'm so embarrassed and appalled and saddened that I did, but I did and it doesn't change the fact that I did. So this is telling me, this is a sign to me that we're all this pressure that we may not recognize. We're under this pressure. Yeah, and, we are. And we're finding <laughs> stats, you know, and some of us sometimes get overwhelmed and we yes. we just go. And I'm one of those, like today that happened. And so mm. it's some, you know, we do have to practice self-care and self-love through this because it's intentional and fear is the name of the game. Mm. Yes
4: absolutely
3: yeah i think so, that this is probably part of the reason they don't want anybody taking ivermectin
4: well <laughs> because of it, all
3: of those parasites that just are all for gone. real and i mean no
4: shit and honestly and meditate on that metal?
0: there's as with everything in the agenda it's multifaceted
4: Yes, there's layers, it and sure layers. Is. Layers, layers and
0: layers. Layers and multi, multi, layers.
3: Multi-generational,
0: too? No, no. What? Hello. <laughs> She's me. Multi-generational? It's a
4: multi-generational thing. I think it is, you too. Have, I see where you're think? going with that. This is like a thousand-year scheme. I, oh, I'm
2: with you. I'm with both of you yeah, ladies.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long legs. I'm not arguing about that. I'm just saying the ivermectin thing, though you know like it was demonized early on because if there was an effective treatment available they yeah. couldn't issue the EUA right that's probably the main reason it now is. Pfizer's sure. Pfizer's coming out with a pill a twice a day covid pill
4: merck's coming out with uh <laughs> therapies i
0: guarantee there's going to be some kind of ivermectin <laughs> in there
4: it is there is it's it got, is, there is it's, it's got components i read of that ivermectin through. and I, hcq too by <laughs> We're calling it Pfizer Mectin. Pfizer Mectin.
2: And And don't (laughs) forget your graphene oxide just to make it with a kiss.
4: You have to be able to be
3: conductive for the internet of
2: bodies. (laughs) It it reminds me of the the, um, Poppy video where she's handing out the pills, where they all die. Where they get transformed. And um, I mean, that video is the early Poppy stuff before she turned into who she is now is so prescient and it behooves everyone to kind of look at it and that that particular video is uh it's unbelievable how all that kind of narrative is really unfolding and it's in of course what is it in it's in a candy pop video that's where you know you it's candy pop has always been something we should be afraid of (laughs) so just saying i've seen any
4: of her stuff
2: girl the i I need to go watch it well, the old stuff, so yeah, the, the early, stuff. early Poppy stuff that where they were putting out intentionally the crew around Poppy what that was a crew and she tried hard to leave and she left and she got out. And uh, listen, I love Poppy. I saw her twice in concert. And um, why? Because I love performance art. Why? Because I like staying in tune with what is the programming going on and you're going to get real thick programming when it comes to... That kind of uh, that market, and and generally, you know, it's candy pop, and then it turned into candy metal. But her messaging in there, the crew around her, and if you ever thought that it was just Poppy and not a crew, look at her now. I'm just gonna say that. So Titanic Sinclair, who was the main guy behind all of it, is is in in league with all this, and this stuff was all intentionally leaked out and put out, and for the good, in my opinion, because it's actually presenting a roadmap of what we have been experiencing in society, and it's uncanny.
0: Huh. This is kind of like what Uncle Cliff's been talking about with the uh, the woo, the overwoo.
2: Yes.
4: What did he say today? I didn't listen yet.
0: I haven't listened to all of it, and it was mostly I tuned out to it because it wasn't. It was talking about like how no the, new information. I have, like I said, I haven't finished it, but the first half he was talking about the vagus nerve system and Uh. how mammals have it and, you know, he's going on about the bug. The bug. Uh, The bug. Air, Air quotes, the bug. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know Cliff High or haven't heard his stuff, he, his theory, his belief, I suppose you should say, is that... The thing, the thing that's driving the governments and the elites to do what's happening today is driven by a higher power, which he calls quote unquote the bug. Whether or not it's a physical or etherical entity, etheric entity or whatever, he thinks it's manted in in nature, and by manted he means insectoid, and then by that he means hive mind. Uh, which to me just means AI <laughs> right? yeah so, that's what
4: I was going to say Yeah,
0: so I mean <clears throat> his whole thing is that humanity these elites are taken over the governments and elites are, are being driven by taken over by whatever the bug and the bug is what's running things he's just simplified it down so I mean it's not they may be lizard people but they got bug overlords
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah the mantids Randy said. Hi, Randy. So, yeah, he's been, it's been real interesting.
2: Oh, is, it, is Randy out there? Hi, Randy. He is.
0: He hey. You should, he should come Randy, in. Randy,
2: thanks welcome, for talking to me today.
0: You're welcome to join us, Randy, if you'd like.
2: Randy! <laughs> yeah. I'm trying he, to look up the video so you can post it, Jerry, because uh, it seems like it got wiped.
0: Yeah, I agree. Cliff does sniff his own farts too much, but Still interesting information.
3: I love his optimism. <laughs> yeah. He's optimistic yeah. as well. <laughs> right now.
4: <laughs> I'm like, Some
3: of that. I don't know
0: if I. <laughs> he put out a bunch of videos on how to uh, <laughs> how to fight the police for the <laughs> for the Australians, and one of the, one of the things. Uh, so, oh, it's, you have to watch all of the shit to get into this, but he calls what he's he talks about the woo and the woo is things that normies are waking up to which is basically all the fuckery that's been going on it's kind of all the things he's been putting out lately and all of his videos have woo in the title but they're all kind of like plays on words and the one he did about the police one was called the mayonnaise woo or mayo woo (laughs) And he, he talked about how to get a glove, you know, wear a glove full of mayonnaise when you go to a protest and you could smear it on a, a face shield. It doesn't have to be a policeman. It could be Antifa bastard or something like that. You know, whatever. You could smear mayonnaise on their face shield and they can't see anything.
3: I have like kind of a, an anarchist comment, which is that pork and mayo, you know it's a nice combination i'm just kidding i'm vegan
4: but get it because cops are pigs oh yeah oh, that's,
0: that's one thing he brought up today in the, his video today about ve- being vegetarian and vegan is that you're your mal, <laughs> you're malnutrition I'm, i don't know how to say that you're undernutritioned.
1: Hmm.
0: And uh, won't survive. So,
3: <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, thank you, Cliff. <laughs> thank you, Cliff. Yeah, everybody thinks that they have the right answer about diet. Like, everybody is so sure of themselves. How can we be so sure of anything? Like,
4: eat what's, can't.
3: Best for, eat what's best for you. I'm not eating yes. any creepy, like, nanotechnology and human mixture, quote unquote, vegan meat, you know? Like, so,
4: I don't know. Meredith, we trust you with your own body. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow. Because we love you. Thank you. No, I, I, I
3: I thought, yeah. And I, and I am aware of the, like, the vegan agenda. Like, and I think there is an agenda behind it. But I think that, like, a lot of mostly dudes, funny enough, are feeling really comfortable like telling me that like my diet is wrong <laughs> lately, and I'm just like okay well I, I'm not pushing my like it's so easy to be so preachy with veganism that, but, but I'm not like trying to impress that upon anyone because yeah I don't know who have been sick from not eating meat and whatnot I think it's very elitist too to assume that like like I don't know it's just it's like annoying to me Preachy vegans annoy me more than any other preachy type of food mind control. How about preachy, period? Preachy people, period, Yes, annoy Just me. like, stay the fuck in your own lane. Like, leave True. me alone. shit. Um, like, I don't know. What, what does Cliff High know about nutrition? You know what I mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to shut up now. Well,
4: about your nutrition. Yeah. You know, everybody's body's different. Their metabolism and I mean- is different and i have this theory well it's not really it's not a new theory
3: but like the soul kind of like plays a role in that too like what is nourishing for us versus like what is not like mm-hmm. my soul type is very very light like i probably wouldn't even eat if i didn't like quote unquote need to or feel like I same didn't. here i love fasting and like could fast forever and ever if i <laughs> wouldn't just float away <laughs> you know
4: I just don't have an appetite. Yeah. But when I don't eat, I do get sick. So, but I don't have an appetite. Like I don't even feel like eating. It's not depression. It's disgust is what it is.
3: Mm, that's real. It's complete
4: disgust yeah. at what's happening. I've lost 86 pounds. Oh my gosh. So, no, yeah. Sus, that's that's big. Yep, I have, only I mean, have a little bit more to big- go
2: that's a big 140 deal. so holy 143
4: shit. is like supposed to be the optimal weight for somebody my age and my height so
2: yeah rock on girl Thanks. <laughs> you know here's one of the things so i have noticed that my eating habits have definitely changed and i'm eating definitely less and i'm not sure why uh but I'm noticing other people are talking about this too. Mm -hmm. I will say I am having urges for uh, stuff that's not really like best for me. Like I'm really crazy. Uh. Honey child, the starches.
4: I hear them in the night calling
2: me. You know
4: (laughs) know what? I totally cut out. I cut out potato chip. Well, not totally. Can't say that. (laughs) From what I was eating to what I eat now is like, it's like I cut it out basically yeah. so the carbs um all those empty carbs you know it was just making me bloated it was like something just dropped I don't know I guess it's just the whole thing just disgusts me so because everybody keeps saying, why why don't you have an appetite I don't know you know yeah. <laughs> it's like my body just was like all right we got to get into fighting weight come on you know it's like my body knows what to do I don't know it's weird your body does know what
2: to do. I'm I think it does, too. Yeah. yeah. And that's, so. you know, that's one of the things Meredith specializes in. <laughs> well, it is. You're the yoga queen yeah. here, girl. Come Aww. on now. I need a personal yeah. trainer. Oh, you need Jenny. a personal trainer? Yeah. And she, she needs to wear latex. She needs latex. <laughs> my, he's gonna call he's gonna call of, his personal trainer a mistress. No mistress, of, yes mistress.
3: So one of my friends is a trainer and he's a man, which means that there's very little like um ability to yeah, be creepy or like insist on you can insist on latex if you want, but <laughs> and you know he'd probably look good in latex, but I don't know, like I don't know if that would be appealing for you.
0: I'm not into latex.
2: No. <laughs> well, it's just, okay, leather. We can do leather. I'm not
0: into leather. I'm,
2: I'm oh, not shit. looking Jerry's for a mistress. Physical. Physical. Dude. Okay, yes. I've, I've,
0: I've lost a lot of my submission, submissive tendencies.
2: You are a different person. I am. Mm-hmm. Yay. I don't know. Jerry, Jerry's been a slave <laughs> to pussy for his whole life. That's
3: all. Yay, Congrats. Congratulations
0: on kicking that! Not anymore,
3: <laughs> Jerry's daddy. Now I'm a monk. So. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! I
2: feel that. I feel that. <laughs> oh, you know what? Be wise, be alone. I've always thought that was a, a very wise statement. Mm.
4: It is kind of nice. Yeah, like I like the. It's better to be alone than to wish you were. Oof.
2: <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> I love that. That's a goodie. That oh is God. a goodie. Yes. <laughs>
3: it's interesting to think about like how um this concept of sovereignty, sovereignty everybody like says that and like talks about that and I think a lot of the people that I mean myself included, frankly, who like say that and talk about it are like on some level like still allowing like their personal relationships to invade their like oh crap, are you counting the amount of times? No. <laughs> oh well. I'm sleepy. Give me a break. <laughs> I'm
0: I'm teasing you and I will continue to. So just Okay, fine. Ignore me.
3: So it is. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh, people continue to allow their now I'm really conscious of it. Just
4: keep going. God. Oh,
1: my God.
4: I got like 25 O's because I always say, Oh, really? Oh, this. And he just put all my O's in one column one day. And I was like, I know I say that too much. (laughs)
2: Let's
0: talk about the Jews.
2: Oh my God! Oh my
3: word! I'm kidding.
0: That's never mind. It's a joke. Oh
2: Jesus! Oh Lord!
3: (laughs) Um, let's see. I was talking about sovereignty and how I have been that person too, who has been talking about sovereignty while I'm in a relationship that's like actively like draining me dry. I think it's important to evaluate, like on a micro level, who's you know who in your micro reality is siphoning off of you and yes i think at this time especially like it's imperative to kind of you know trim the fat any amount. i i agree and yeah i mean yeah that word sovereignty i've been thinking <laughs> what a, i don't know is it is it illusory to think we have free will or that we are able we don't to be-
0: we don't have free will
3: Able to p- put a stick in the ground and say, I am sovereign. You
0: know? There's no way to prove you even have free will. I mean, I'm I don't know if we do. I can't say yeah. yes or no. However, there's no way to prove it because the, regardless of what choice you make, you don't know that you would have chosen otherwise.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a
0: deterministic system. It's yeah. it's I I just think it's an illusion. Mm-hmm.
3: And then does becoming aware that that's an illusion have any impact at all on your ability to have ish free will? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't
0: know. Does becoming aware of the flat Earth, you know, make any difference to you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Jer. Yes,
3: that's a whole thing. I would just so much rather have people in my life that I can bullshit about the face of or the shape of the Earth with, you know, than have people who are going to like instinctively like, no it's a globe this is science this is facts like that is scary to me at yeah. this point yeah
0: you're, you're mind controlled
3: i'm just like i, I, alone. Like, I am not I a flat
0: earther i want to state that again for the record i'm not a <laughs> and i'm not a globe earther i am shape agnostic i really yes I'm, i am more in the idea that that we're in a hologram a holodeck
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's, it's a room holodeck. yeah so, I mean, yes. I, I don't think yeah. it has a shape. It's got a, a toroidal energy shape. I know that, but I don't oh, know it's if it's it's not physical. a big
2: black box? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> the, cu- the cube of Saturn.
0: That's the universe. When I was young, I've, I've told you this before, that I've, I had a, a vision, a download, whatever you want to call it, of what the universe shape was, and I saw a black cube. And this is when I was like Ooh. 12.
3: Dang. Wow. That yeah. is deep. I have thought, does this does the simulation apply to everything in this universe? And yeah, I
0: Yeah, it, it does.
3: Seems like just a complex bunch of, you know. Well,
0: I I, like, I think that the universe is made manifest by consciousness.
1: Hmm. So
0: you know take it from there whatever consciousness can make you believe is real it does it can
3: are we not consciousness
0: we are manifestations of consciousness
3: can consciousness itself have ish free will
0: <laughs> i i don't know
3: <laughs> hmm cuz i think okay maybe to to say that free will as a human is illusory especially right now <laughs> Um, I could get behind that, but to say that consciousness is, can't have free will, I don't know. I, to me, it seems like consciousness can do whatever the fuck it wants. And if we're manifestations of consciousness, mm, (laughs) I don't know. But we have
0: to work within the framework of what it sets out for us. So in that regard, it may be more deterministic with the illusion of free will.
3: We have to live in the illusion that the black cube set up for us or that consciousness set up for us. consciousness,
0: consciousness.
3: So the black cube exists as part of consciousness. And so does everything else. How do we know that like everything else?
0: I don't know where the black cube fits in there. (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying that when when I, when I meditated on what the shape of the universe was, I saw a black, a black room, a dark room with walls, square corners, you know?
3: Can I tell you guys about a mystical experience that I had?
2: Absolutely.
3: Yeah.
2: We love those.
3: So I'm working on. Excuse
2: me. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'll keep it real. I love that. We have our first burp of the night. <laughs> <laughs> so I
3: broke my glasses at the beginning of the week. I just sat on them, I guess, and I broke them. And have been working very loosely on natural vision correction and actually received a pair of trainers. These are a couple of notches in the direction that I want to go. So now I'm like training my eyes to anyway, not wearing my glasses for 48 hours was a very, very mystical experience because I felt like I I could kind of rest um, I did wear them. I taped them and I wore them to drive. Um, but other than that, I didn't really wear them at all. And I was sitting on my porch and I was trying to do that uh, thing where you gaze at trees and then clouds and then trees and clouds. And it was just a, an exercise. And then I closed my eyes and it was like I was pulled through like a wormhole. Or, like, something. It was like through fire and water and then nothing. It was nothing. And it was awesome. It was like, it was like where everybody will leave me alone. (laughs) No, but um, it was beautiful. And I felt like my spirit said, okay, now this is where you should create. And I was like, okay. So, because I've been having a hard time with some of my more extravagant. a needy manifestations taking root and so it was it's kind of seemed like that but it was really awesome and not it didn't feel like mm, it didn't feel like gross or weird or any I didn't get any it was amazing actually it was just totally nothing and like a blank canvas you know wow it was beautiful, yeah. I mean, I and That's I, neat. I've tried to send myself down that same, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> wormhole. To, it felt like I was pulled through my chair. Like I don't. It was really bizarre. wow.
2: Yeah, I don't know, man. That's incredible. Really, I'm just,
3: I'm just along for the ride. Like, uh, but things like that keep happening for me, and I'm happy to take part in it. So.
2: Yeah, I uh, I love that story, Meredith. Thank you. That is incredible. And when we can see how malleable the experience is by altering certain things, uh, vision's a big deal because of the nature of vision. We can then understand that there's more going on. And then just on a practical level, I've been doing the eye training too and trying to go in the direction of no glasses. So slowly I've been cutting back the magnification process. Mm -hmm.
3: How's that been going? Are you legally blind too? I'm legally blind. I don't know. I don't don't
2: think I'm legally blind. I went to the optometrist and I was so appalled by the experience. <laughs> you I don't so, like
0: getting your eyes blown in.
2: The, it was just, I, th- the whole thing was a fiasco. They always want to get all, all up on my eyes. And, I mean, that's what they do, but they all, there's always like issues because of the heterochromia. And mm. uh, so I did that and it was like, very expensive. And then I got these frames that were very expensive, that were cheap as hell, but they were very expensive. And, uh, I had them for a while and, you know, I got the whole. The whole idea, you know, it's the progressive ones, too. Right. So that that was hard for me to navigate.
4: Oh, and I hated progressives. I,
2: I did not do well. I'd have it.
4: to take them off in the store. The fluorescent lights killed me. Yeah. I felt dizzy.
2: Yeah, they they did not do and they're just like, well, you just yeah. keep you adjust. You adjust. I'm like, mm, I don't know. I'm not having this. And yeah. uh, so I just I never went back. This was not that long ago. This is maybe three years ago. And now I, what now? What I do, Meredith, is I just order readers that I like. And um, I, I am in, insane about the blue blockers now because of the the blinding that they're trying to do. And so I, I order readers and I just keep going down. So I started with 2.5 magnification. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty heavy for some people. Um, So I don't know I wasn't legally blind when I got tested last but I really have a hard time uh it's really it's really just details so yeah yeah me too I can't read anything up close yeah I can't even get up close me trying to read small print is having my glasses on and an I you know magnifying glass yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) that makes sense like, oh, wow. Okay, wait. The glasses aren't working. Where's some magnifying glass? And now it's like, can I have a loop on top of that?
4: That's why I used to wear two pairs of glasses. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I used to wear my glasses and my readers, Sometimes three.
2: Sometimes three. Suzanne, we call it make do. In the old world, <laughs> we call it called make do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> God. So oh my gosh. I,
1: I
0: was just saying, I I use I was you know quote unquote legally blind too from for my whole life up until like 1999. I got eye surgery i had the laser oh okay and my vision's been pretty much perfect since then but i've become a little farsighted so i have to wear readers to read okay and i tried the progressive lenses too and they were hideous they were like all swimmy and goofy
2: (laughs) yes oh my god yes
0: so i just i got regular bifocals and they work great
2: yeah Yeah. i just have readers now i and i just take them on and off as i need me too but I, have- I am having success doing what we're doing, Meredith. And so I yeah. you know, I started with 2.5 and I'm at two now, which I think is miraculous. That's two, great. That's two great. What? Magnifying two times.
4: Yeah, it
2: was, two, I was on actually, I think at the most, I was almost, uh, I bought a pair of four.
4: Mm. <laughs> wow, I think 3.5 is the highest. I have computer glass. <laughs> I got these glasses
0: that I wear for when I work. But yeah, the, the like the focal point has changed. I have to get up real close for it to be in focus. Yeah. So I pretty Ooh, much stopped wearing Jerry, them about a
2: year sexy. ago. looking sexy. Put those back on, Daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look
2: wow. at that, Jerry's Ooh. looking very sexy. <laughs> My God. All pur- right, now now we're talking. Too. I know ah. they're sexy in the hair, everything. You're looking quite distinguished. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be You're back cheating.
0: in about five minutes, guys.
2: Oh! Oh no! No okay. no! That that's I'm we're kidding. talking two minutes, two minutes. Two minutes of hotness. <laughs> um, the extra three minutes is just a little before and after.
1: <laughs> the the post orgasm torture. <laughs> that's Thank right. You.
2: I love. I seriously I love two minutes of hotness. As long as potatoes are afterwards, I'm good.
0: <laughs> we need all the starches. <laughs> so I always keep a bag of tater tots in my freezer.
2: Okay. Now Minnesota, we're representing. I love it
3: so I have been wearing glasses since I was a baby which is like mm, do I did I really need them as a mm, I think eye doctors are also just doctors and I'm like, did, did you
0: get new glasses already or did you just epoxy those
3: so my normal vision is 8.5 and 9 like and it's probably worse I just haven't had my eyes checked in a little while but that's where like my prescription left off in like 2018, 2019, and I've never not worn glasses and it's gotten progr- progressively worse. And so, yeah, I I think these are like six to seven. Um, and that's, I'm doing okay with these. Like, I think, it's surprising. And I was talking to Amira, who I think most of us know and love.
2: Amira, um, Amira, Amira. I, I always start everything with three Amiras. I love them. Amira. <laughs> yeah, do it three um, times.
0: I just got a girl <laughs> name, Amira.
2: Aww. Amira is fabulous. Anyway, sorry. Yes,
3: yeah, so we love Amira. She's great. But yeah, she told me that she didn't wear her glasses for two months. And then her eyes just healed themselves. And I was like, okay, yes. So already within a few days, like a few days of not wearing glasses and one day of wearing six and seven, I mean, driving with these was rough and I probably shouldn't even say that out loud, but um, <laughs> but I've been testing myself. I mean, I've been wear- not wearing them for long periods of time, going for long walks without them, like, and I mean, I already feel acclimatized to these and even in the first 48 hours when I was like trying to read, uh, I was working on the McDonald's astrology app that I work for and I was like, I was like really close to the monitor and then I was like backing away and I was trying to test myself and I noticed that some of the um, characters on the screen were like, in an aspect of my eye, clear, but then another aspect of my eye still has yet to catch up. I don't know. That's just what it feels like to me. So everyone's an optometrist now. (laughs) (laughs) Just like everyone's an expert on foreign affairs and I don't know, I'm just-
0: And medicine.
3: And medicine and virology, just recycling that meme through the-
4: Are you a scientist? I can't sit believe down. that you would profess to know more than. <laughs> I know. Get up, Karen. Yeah, and Bill Gates is a doctor, so bite me. <laughs> Everybody could do Savior. research.
3: Thank you. Yeah.
4: He's
3: Thank you anti-price. so much to Fauci for giving us this day and this breath that we take. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh my God. Well, I had a like a thought come into my head the other day and I tweeted it and vaccine is the new currency.
3: It sure seems like it. To the new
4: society. Well, they just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. They want everybody to have it. So there's gotta be, I, I don't know. It just is crazy. He thinks the propaganda campaign is falling a little flat. Remember? Yes. Yeah, I guess since Biden, uh, you know, <laughs> proclamated that we're all uh, fuckers because we won't take him we're just going to make us, uh, the uptake has gone drastically down. Imagine. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> so
3: interesting. It's almost... And, and Jerry, you said that they employed like behavioral psychologists, right? Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I did. Um, you brought
3: that to my attention. The, they, uh, it's not looking like it.
0: There are more behavioral scientists and soci- sociologists. I forget what the makeup is exactly than actual medical doctors on the advisory panels for the president.
3: <laughs> They're, they suck at their jobs. <laughs> People,
0: It's crazy. I mean, it, if the vaccines worked and this was a truly deadly disease, they wouldn't have to spend billion dollars to advertise it and force yeah. people to take it.
2: That's It's, that's a, mind vi- it's a mind virus. Whatever yeah. it is. And the vaccine is what people should. I mean, I think that I don't know. I've talked a lot on that. I'll save everyone but it's just so funny to me <laughs> that's what I tell
4: Ben every time I'm giving him driving
2: lessons and every time we get in the car now I'm
4: like you know okay I'm gonna try not to talk about this <laughs> I know right he's like, I'm constantly okay, Mom, I've steeled my mind against you know it's okay you can say it you can say what you need to say <laughs> he's so nice that way but it, it doesn't it make you feel bad because it's like you just you can't start stop harping about it I just can't believe we're here. I mean, I can, but I can't, I don't like, I don't know.
2: Well, uh, it's, it's interesting. And here we are in a deeper place in this narrative and it's only going to get deeper from here and darker. And I'm an optimist, but you know, you don't, that's not fear porn that's looking at what's being told to us and mm-hmm. what's being brought down upon us and i mm-hmm. am not contributing to that i'm so tired Mm-mm. of the new age narrative no it's tired of that new age narrative where this is my bubble and my bubble you know i'm only going to accept in love and light listen every day i do only only love may enter here, only light, you know, only love may dwell here. I cast all else out. I've been doing that for years in my mm-hmm. windows and with my incense. It's my morning prayer. And yeah. And it, it, I'm not, what I'm participating in is watching this craziness. That's what I'm yeah. participating in. Yeah. If something scares
3: you, is that the information itself or is that you acting upon the information itself? Like, that's a good.
2: Sorry, Meredith, go on.
3: People just need to like heal their shit like for real because that's what is ultimately like bringing, like that's what brings that kind of mentality that because I've been accused of spreading fear and I am like y'all prepare yourselves, get a generator, get food, get water because I want y'all to like uh, survive and stuff. So I don't know. It seems like, that kind of really like endeavoring to look at what is, because that's really what it is. It's looking at what is, is somehow spreading fear because you're not saying that, like we're all just gonna mystically go into the fifth dimension and everything's (laughs) gonna be fine. And the guardian hosts are coming to save us. (laughs) The hosts, whatever.
2: It's like, no. Let's look at fear for a minute and look at what is its function, in our psyche, what's its function in our world? Fear is an important function and we need it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Fear lets you know that if you're in the jungle, there might be a lion nearby. And if you don't have your gun, and even if you have your gun and you get ambushed, you're gonna be food. Fear is an important part of this experience. It's information that informs you as to what's going on in your environment around you and you have to look at fear. You don't have to eat the fear. You don't have (laughs) to digest the fear. You don't have to, uh, Buy into it, but you need to listen to it and understand that there's some reason you're having a response like that. And then of course, we've all been adrenal fatigued th- through this whole process, which I postulate is of course by design. Yeah. And so we've all got adrenal fatigue right now, no matter how much we're taking care of our adrenals. the pressure is on, it's continuing to be on. We get small vents. So the summer on the, in the where Amira is, they they had their winter and they're going to possibly get a little break, right? Because they gave us summer break here in this hemisphere. We got <laughs> summer break, even as ridiculous as the summer was, it was yeah. still a summer break. And steam got to be let out, so to speak. And now the pre- we're at the lower point. We're going deeper, and yeah. at the point where you jump off in when you go deep, is a point where you risk the bends. I'm talking about psychic. Yes. Psychological bins. And that's where we are. It's a hard thing to separate from right now because the pressure is so intense because we are this deep into this narrative, or you could say we're this deep into the mound of bullshit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And I think that it's, so it's, there's something about, like, specifically my family. Um, and this has been coming up a lot for me in the dynamics between me and my family because I'm saying danger, danger, danger. Like, I registered danger. Uh-huh. I have been registering danger. Like, I mean, you know, and so I'm like, ah, like, help. <laughs> like, I registered danger. And they're like, what, what are you? and i'm just like why can't you also register danger like i'm sounding the alarm bell like and i've kind of yeah and y'all know that i came from that like neoliberal weird like i was i don't know what i, I don't know but <laughs> yeah,
0: you're a light worker
3: oh my god fuck off <laughs> <laughs> look at how far i've come
2: <laughs> you're still a light worker dorothy but you're a real one now <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, honestly I could say that I was a real one then I was like looking at like entities and pair I just was it was yeah I had a long weird progression but anyway so I guess I don't even remember what I was saying about fear, fear. and shadow yeah, yeah I was yeah. saying like how I've been registering danger and how I've Been kind of alerting, like the people that I know in my community who are like also kind of in that uh, liberal-ish, some light work. Yeah, it's a weird. I have a weird. Yeah, it's a weird diverse mix. But I've been like danger, danger, and they're like no, 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 and like it's the same kind of energy. And I'm just I don't understand that. I have, like, a very, like, well-cultivated gut instinct at this point, and it's, like, totalitarianism, ah, (laughs) right, I'm, like, this is not, we, you don't understand what this means, like, we can't have this type of gathering, like, in, like, IRL, totalitarianism, you know, like, it's, right, it's not, yeah, it's so, I'm like, y'all don't understand that like a lot of things could go away that we like, that you don't-
2: Yes, yes. You know, they,
3: trust. Like, they, trust.
4: they trust. They trust. They trust their want, world.
3: I I sense that they want to like really like isolate and break the people who have like psychic, like, or what who the real witches or the real heretics out here, you know? There's like,
4: I don't know. Anyway, seems like they're more earthly or tied to maybe not tied to the, not the earth, but the elements maybe more elemental. I don't know.
1: Hmm.
4: Can you elaborate more on that? Well, I just think like for me, you know, I care about the planet. I care about yeah. people. I care about what we're harming. I won't use products that are going to harm animals. And right. you know, I, I wouldn't put iron stuff on my lawn to make my lawn greener because it might've harmed the kids. We don't know what's in all these fucking chemicals. Why are we, why are we poisoning ourselves so bad? So these motherfuckers can get rich. Why are we doing this? And we're allowing it still, why? Um, Because we can't get out of our own fucking way and people will not take accountability for their own goddamn actions and Mm. they need to. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm it's, feeling you, Sus. I'm feeling you.
4: There's this sense of like,
3: like needing to take responsibility for things as a soul. Like, have, yes. you heard, have you ever heard the phrase, like, it's not your, it's not maybe entirely your fault what happened to you, but it's your responsibility to heal it and like navigate out of it. It seems like as souls, we've made certain choices that have either been complicit or have been engaging with this on some level to where it is now so even so i'm to the point where like even if it's not like this human this body this life meredith that made a choice to where i'm taking responsibility for all of it right i have to grab my laptop charger brb okay
0: she's the only person i know who says acronyms (laughs) (laughs) meredith yeah
1: Oh no, my (laughs) (laughs) millennials!
2: We love you, girl.
4: So funny. Yeah,
0: it's. I just saw a hilarious meme that I'll share with you guys, not with the audience.
2: Radio silence. (laughs) Can you see it? No, it's. Is it the one that's like IRC over there? No. I don't know what I was looking at, Chair. This one. Maybe my
4: internet's
2: low. Oh, see, so I didn't see parking. that before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Lord Hammer Siege.
0: Oh, my God. I'll share that with the
2: chat. It's classic Jerry. Classic it's, Jerry. It's
0: dirty, so beware.
2: Mm-hmm. Heads up, y'all. XXX. <laughs> D- did you pee yet, Meredith? She went to grab her battery pack. Oh, was that a no, euphemism for
0: I have to pee?
3: <laughs> I wish that I could shorten that down to an acronym for this moment.
0: <laughs> what, uh, okay, so the acronym for... for I have to pee is BRB space B I
1: am not
3: saying that, but I am going to go to the bathroom. So I'll catch y'all in a gym. That's gym. Right. Thank you so much, Jerry, for airing out my, I know. my I, business.
0: I have to pee too. Okay. Does it make you feel any better?
3: I do too. Well, we all, you but know, wait. we all come from the same ocean. <laughs> I've been just
0: drinking like a ton. I drank two or three of these, today. 44 ounces of water. So.
2: Oh, my God, Jerry, you have a big gulp of water. I love it.
0: It's uh, extra large. Yeah, It still uh,
2: looks like a big gulp, and it's in your hands, and you're big.
0: It's 44 ounces. It's huge.
2: Ooh, yeah.
0: This, this <laughs> is uh, the new Quick Trip. Um, they used to have, like, taller cups but skinnier at the bottom, so it fits in your cup holder. And apparently, they had to get a new manufacturer because the old one couldn't make enough cups. Everyone's out of cups around here. Oh, wow. So uh, uh, anyway, these new ones—the bottom doesn't fit in any cup holder anymore.
4: Oh, what a bummer!
2: I know. No, There's a... that was fast, Meredith. Were you peeing on the way?
4: Yes.
2: <laughs> you know, when Suzanne
0: has to pee, she takes her phone with her so we can hear.
4: On the way to the show. Oh, not on the, not uh, not live. streams on, on YouTube. Not live. Listen,
2: we all do it. You know, it's we're so funny about yes. these kinds of things. I don't know how. Except many for Kim Jong Un, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right? What,
0: doesn't, what doesn't he do?
2: He doesn't pee or do anything now. Oh, he doesn't okay. no body odor. None of that. Isn't it funny how that all just dropped off the radar, by the way, just black.
0: Everything about overseas stuff did, I mean.
2: Yeah, they just, it was not serving its purpose uh, any longer and now we have the new stories. How about Japan
4: doing their, uh, getting ready, telling their citizens not to go to some uh, some places over there because they think terrorist attacks. Like, you know, didn't you read that? No. And they're having some exercise, some military exercise. They're worried that that they're going to be attacked.
0: By China. China. I
4: don't know if it's China China or they think the (laughs) Taliban's going to fly over. I have no idea. Well,
0: China's going to take Taiwan now.
4: Yeah. Fuck.
3: (laughs) They are really kicking our butts, huh?
0: Oh, yeah. Oswald just brought up Norm Macdonald. That was pretty sad. Oh, yeah. It's actually saddened by, I don't give a shit if celebrities die, but Norm Macdonald, I kind of felt felt bad about that. He was a good guy. Yeah,
2: he was. Did, so what was the story with that? He had cancer?
0: He had cancer for like 10 years. What kind? I, they haven't said. It was Doesn't say. Very private. Probably yeah. prostate cancer. Maybe doesn't lung cancer. I don't, who cares? It doesn't matter. It was cancer.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I. It's all interesting. He was too young, though. 61 is too young. Yeah.
0: That is. A lot yeah. of people dying lately.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Isn't it interesting?
0: It's uh, the exit ramp from The Matrix. People are like, I'm out of here.
4: Dude, wouldn't, you know, <laughs> I cannot say that I blame them. Madonna's song comes to mind. Not oh, every, sure ooh, do. that was a whole entire
3: ritual that, yeah, um, yeah, I was, oh, my last
4: what I was going to
2: say. Damn yeah, it. but I want to say something on Madonna. So there, you know, they had their, <clears throat> their extravaganza in New York, the Met and, the Met. <laughs> and I want to say that I find it very interesting who didn't go, who always goes and Madonna was one of them. And remember, it was a requirement to be bitten to attend. And mm-hmm. so, her, whereas her daughter went, Lourdes went, but she did not go, and she goes always. And so, I think that said a lot. Now, she has she was very vocal about I think saying this was a hoax in the beginning. If anyone paid attention, oh, I them. didn't know that. Yes, she was on it. And she, you know, she allegedly got it, and she's fine. And then she was make she broke the that lockdown, she's doing all those lockdown videos and then she just got tired and said, fuck it. And then there's videos of her out driving or being driven and saying, I'm out breathing the COVID air and um, stuff oh. like that. She got very rebelli- rebellious about it. And then it kind of shut, it, it just ended. And, uh, and then now no messaging about this, but the fact that she didn't go is interesting. And of course, I don't even think it's Madonna anymore. Who is that girl? Yeah,
3: what um, I was gonna say she looks like she's one of the first celebs who have been like uploaded like
2: a 100 girl, you are so right on top of this. I am with you Meredith. This is it's not Madonna. And, and so sure. yes, there's a lot of plastic material. She actually resembles Joan Uh, rivers now Uh yeah not not on her instagram on her instagram she's working all the filters and she looks like she's uh 17 and but she is when you see the live stuff from her like she's been doing some live stuff here at gay bars and um and at the vmas and all this stuff when you look at live photos or live video she looks like um she she really looks like joan rivers honest weathered no, not weathered uh, like a whole puppet face. And oh, I, love yeah. I love, I don't Joan know. Rivers. We need Joan Rivers back. They need to bring she her was back. Really <laughs>
3: too. It's interesting to watch. Like I'm so new to some of this and to kind of see like celebs breaking out of their mind control now, like is interesting. Like Nicki Minaj
2: queen i'm just
3: kidding i don't know i don't really have an opinion but about I find celebrities. Meredith,
2: for the first time i had respect for Nicki minaj yeah i did she too. Saying, Fuck this i'm not kidding yeah. you know, I, she, she told the line she towed the line and she said even- I, I don't trust it i don't know what it is until i do i'm not doing it she didn't say i'm anti this or anti that she yeah. did it very strategically and right now you kind of have to be strategic to get by. Yes. She
4: said
3: that she wouldn't do the thing to go on tour, or she said she wouldn't go, she wouldn't do the thing to go to the Met. She was saying if I did it, it would be to go on tour or after I had done enough research, and then she added a anecdote about her cousin's testicles or something.
2: Yeah, I saw that. Like my yeah. cousin's yeah.
4: friend. My cousin's friend's brother's
2: testicles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but what You've got to understand what she's talking about real though and yeah. spike proteins gather in the testicles uh-huh. of women in particular. They gather, they're all over but they are, Jerry's disagreeing but this is something I, that I had a doctor on that was okay. talking about this. Okay, I know. how these. Okay Jerry, go on.
0: I've heard it too and I just saw a more recent biodistribution study and the most concentrated place they go is to the ovaries in a woman.
2: Okay, so so you know, I didn't I didn't get to that and I was I'm going sorry. there, but I was hearing I've been hearing that the saying? testicles because they're outside the body. There was this whole there's this whole line of reasoning, I guess. okay. here's here's where we go, because we don't know who the fuck to trust anymore. Honest to God. Mm, Yeah. What we do know is that the spike proteins seem to be settling in the genitals of apparent humans on the planet and they're rendering them. With reproductive problems. So I yes. think that's maybe the safest thing to say here because we don't know the truth about any of this.
0: And after that biodistribution study was widely shared, you know, <laughs> the next story trending on Twitter was experts say, or scientists say, that it doesn't, the vaccine does not make you infertile.
3: No, but they're saying COVID makes you infertile, and now they're saying COVID affects unborn or like affects your like you're more likely to miscarry if you have. Oh, they're really like fucking doing that. That, that
0: may shit. very well be true. You have to realize that what they're calling COVID is a spike protein. Yeah, and the vaccines make your body make the spike protein. So I mean. There's really no difference between COVID and getting the vaccine. Right. That's why so many people who are getting the vaccine are getting COVID.
2: Yeah. Well, and one of the things to look at is the
0: symptoms of COVID COVID's a COVID's like AIDS. It's not a there's not one thing that defines it because they never isolated the virus.
2: Right. That's why there's no test for it. Correct. And
3: I guess too, there's something about like um what's been going on in the last few years even pre-rona times like with the sun and like the solar flares and how like people can have have flu-like symptoms from the sun and people can also go fucking crazy (laughs) so and there is like a an increased level of like just magnetic charge in the atmosphere cosmic
0: rays too and and, That's That's and what it's, I'm it's yeah, and it's evident by all the shenanigans going on in airplanes right now. People going oh, crazy yeah. on airplanes. When you're high up that, when you're that high up in the air, you're mm-hmm. way more exposed to cosmic radiation. Yep. And people are going getting mm-hmm. agitated and going crazy up there.
3: Well, I think Do I remember? Like there's a couple of things with that. Like there, it's the cosmic rays themselves, and then also the nano is really like it goes nuts at that. Like, so I think part of like the narrative around pilots and stuff could just be that like them, them,
1: them.
3: Sorry, <laughs> they could. It could just be them like trying to like hide the cosmic rays and all of the stuff that's going on with the Earth changes and the sun stuff.
0: I don't think they really know what's going on with the sun.
3: Remember they, when Luke? They Harry still believe
0: it. They still believe it's ninety-three million miles away.
3: I'm talking about the controllers, the them.
0: Oh, the bug.
4: The bug, yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, like, I'm sorry,
0: Suzanne. Is. What were we
4: saying? Oh, that's no, okay. Remember when Luke Perry had a stroke, and then yes. a, like several other people started having strokes, and we were wondering if it was the cosmic rays and like what if it had anything to do with the heart rhythm or mm. or Maybe were you sympathy know, strokes. Well, I that wasn't
2: It's not really a heart rhythm that's
4: filled up of... of, Anyway, you know what a stroke is. So, but it has... It had a stroke. (laughs) It seemed like it was affecting, you know, blood and the heart and all of that with a bunch of people at that time. And now... I'm glad you brought that up,
2: Suze.
0: Geomagnetic storms can cause cardiopulmonary issues. I don't Know if it makes your blood thicker and nish. Someone's requested Justin Partridge has requested you talk, tell us about teleportation.
2: Hey, Hello. JP, hey, hey, out there. Um, is I, that
0: I, JP Stardust? Same person, or yes, yeah, oh, okay. Justin
2: Partridge. Um, I From went to Champaign, Urbana, yes, that's where I went to school with him. Ooh. Uh, and so I'm not going to get into that right now, but I did post a link on Twitter, Twitter, DNA, teleportation. You can look it up on like Wikipedia. It's something to get into. And I'm I'm pulling something big together with that. So I'm going to just leave that where it is. So sorry, JP, <laughs> but I, I want to, I'd like to, not burned. I love my JP. I'm kidding. Um, anyway, like so. Um, One of the things I thought would be interesting is, and this is, this is some of the stuff that's hard to get information on. And one of the reasons why I've been enjoying doing what I call boots on the ground is talking to real people we know and look having them talk about the world around them. So what are they seeing? What is? It, are they seeing shortages? Are they seeing masking? Is there any kind of power over? Some people are not seeing much. Like I, I did an interview with a, guy, a really fantastic person named Rafa Martinelli in Uruguay and they're just not seeing much, but admittedly Uruguay is like Iowa in the old days where it took 20 years <laughs> To get to get, any, you know, to get like, news. Like, right. In Iowa, they were, you know, they're still flappers in the 1970s and then they became mm-hmm. fashionable again. So uh, anyway, so what I wanted to look at here though, is I'm curious about anyone that has done, has been bitten, B-Y-T-E, uh, eaten uh, and I like talking to people about what they're experiencing, what are their symptoms as well. And I've been I've been amazed at how many people have been very candid with me. But one of the things I have not heard that I hear in the media is this issue with erectile stuff like, um, you know, not getting erections with guys. I'm hearing that in the media I haven't personally heard anyone tell me that. I understand this could be a point of shame, maybe for some people Mm -hmm. or embarrassment, but that's really getting a lot of coverage and it's getting a lot of coverage from medical people. So I'm curious about that. And I want to know more about that. And then did you all hear that story recently? And there's a lot of these stories. So when I say this, it's like, well, I heard that story. This particular story was this woman. It just went around, Navier sent it to me this woman was like basically nine months pregnant and I am paraphrasing here people and she wanted to you know she needed to have her baby and they wouldn't let her into the hospital or have this these services she needed without being bitten and so she capitulated because there was some problems she has heart issues or some there was some medical problem and she needed to make sure that she was gonna. This everything was gonna be all right. She doesn't. she need
4: a C-section? Wasn't this in the UK?
2: I can't see, see Suzanne. You might be more informed on Is this. this the
4: is this the video of the baby?
2: The baby that died, not the one that seized. I know what oh, you're okay. talking about. Okay. No, I've seen it. I have seen one too many. One too many videos of babies seizing out. I can't view that kind of stuff anymore. I can't. Yeah. Get it. Uh, it's it's horrific to me, and I I feel. I think, very bad thoughts uh, about yeah, I do too. parents doing this to their kids. Um, but her baby died a week. They they did this and then they it was like a week before the baby was born and then the baby died. So if someone's out there, I don't know if Navier's out there, but that it was heart wrenching. And it turned that that couple into, uh, you know, pill them right there their baby died mm. it was you know they can see that it was directly related the baby had been healthy all signals were healthy that the baby was in utero and healthy and she didn't want the bite she did not want the bite but she got the bite because she didn't want complications because i think she had some sort of heart issue mm. and and then their baby's dead oh
4: so my I'm gosh sure. it's Just so like sad. that.
2: It's not a lone story though. There's a lot oh, of these yeah. weird stories like this. And that's what I'm saying. This is the month we need to be paying attention to uh, birth rates and, and what's going on with the birthing and people that got bitten in during pregnancy and before and, and start analyzing this data as best we can. And one of my friends, it was a long-term uh, pediatric nurse has, was forced out so I don't have any intel but I was she was telling me very bombastic stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, that was very alarming to me with what was going on and that's before we hit this month where we're going to really start seeing nine months later what's going on
3: yeah I um I can't it's yeah this is like one of those things where like, cause I've had this thought multiple, shut up, Jerry. <laughs> I'm
0: laughing at oh, something it... completely different.
2: Oh, okay. You're saying this, by the way, I believe it was the spike proteins in her, in her milk that did the mm-hmm. baby.
3: In. Oh yeah. Uh... That, that's where I get, I start to see red and I just don't know what to do whenever there's talk about
4: oh
2: my god <laughs> that's, <funny. laughs> Jerry. Okay, so that's like, what i was laughing at
3: you had to break up the fuss any amount yeah like, Jerry. So <laughs> just uh okay i don't like if you don't care what happens to you i don't fucking care what happens to you you know what i mean like that's a general rule of life like if you're a, for adults yeah if you're a grown-ass person and you yeah. don't care what happens to you guess what i don't care what happens to right you. But looking at, like, some of the deeper implications of this for children is just enough to, like, make you go crazy. I mean, looking at, like, the education plans for the fourth industrial revolution for children and how it's very gamified learning and it's very, like, tokenized and predictive sort of, like... um, I recognize that it's like just a deeper, deeper, more predatory as- like uh, extension, it seems like, of what we have now. It's like what we've had forever or something, you know, can't exist anymore in the physical. So it's been uploaded to the digital and now it's like trying to get us all in there, you know? And it's just um, very insidious and I've been, kind of nonsensically urging my friends with kids just pull them out I don't know why but just do it because you know maybe it isn't nonsensical I don't know but
4: it, it isn't nonsensical seems like a it's,
3: really dangerous place for kids it's your danger right now
4: I think there's certain people that get the frequency of danger Will Robinson And they, you know, and we're going to go warn everyone. But then nobody wants to listen to us. And then when we're right, once again, Mm. you know, they don't want to admit it. And then finally, you know, some will. They'll go, oh, yeah, you were right. You know, maybe all the things you said didn't come true. But for the most part, you know, the whole, you could see the whole scenario. Because we all look at history. We all read what they're doing. It doesn't matter. the agenda is so far ahead of where it
3: was when we were all like, "danger, danger," that it yeah. doesn't even fucking matter any. I mean, no,
0: it's definitely accelerated.
4: Ugh. So
3: and then it's, what, it's, it's going to continue.
2: This this ride is just getting started, people. So
4: now, what we need to do so is that, look. Sorry, go ahead, Jerry. I was going to say it's
0: the inverse phi angle. It's the the coil. We're we're stuck in the spiral now it's going to get faster
3: oh, and faster yeah. until there's just no time at all and
4: it, it's it, everybody's oh, like it's Tuesday, to it's gonna is it Wednesday
0: the 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 coil is going to continue to tighten until something snaps
4: yeah the i think that what we're
3: talking about right now what's ha- what's happening with children i mean if that isn't the final
4: thing i know if that's not, not the straw that breaks the camel's back it's, it's never going to fucking break like <laughs> no it's not going to break I think the people that don't want to live in a society like this will break up. I think we'll have different states or something. I mean, we're going to have to. People that are like minded, we're going to be like, we're going to have to live in like, you know, tribes again or. Well, well you, what do you Su- did
2: you see that with Gilead? So from Handmaid's Tale, which I think is a must-watch. No, I, I,
4: watch
2: I, that. I binged it because it, it was becoming too prominent. Too many people were suggesting it. And I'm really glad I did. Yeah. And but one of the things recently that came out, you know, the Gilead organization that exists separate of the series has the same logo. <laughs> Has the same logo with the red is the Gilead is a is is what happens to the United States in that storyline. And Ugh. it's it's absolutely horrific.
4: What is that? I don't know what that is.
2: You Jerry has it for you. OK, so you All should right, watch Mary. that. You should watch that. Series and uh, I really and it's it's rough at times, but I think yeah. it's, you need to look at the roughness and but the the Gilead organization in real life, Jerry could probably pull that up. It has you could do Gilead and uh, <laughs> Jerry's <laughs> like bitch, you pull it up. I know that look. What am I? Sure? <laughs> I know, like, oh. I know. Well, I can pull it up after I'm talking here, but the Gilead, if you look at the Gilead logo. Of the real Gilead, and then you look at the Gilead, and then you look at Handmaid's Tale and you look at them together. It's there, this is obviously too connected to not be connected.
3: Can I I have to vent a frustration about that because I've been watching psychically my friends go sterile with this new level of whatever creepy tampering that we're undergoing. And I have noticed how it is turning into whatever that is. I haven't seen it, but everybody's been like, Handmaid's Tale, Handmaid's Tale for the last four years. And I'm like,
4: mm-hmm. I, you're think you're
3: I think you're missing it. I think you're missing where the Handmaid's tailoredness is actually coming from. I think y'all are missing it. You know what I mean? Like, they think that it's like, like everybody with the Texas, like, um, a, 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 this it's not a ban necessarily, right? It's like six weeks and then that's the cutoff. I don't know, but everybody's like, handmaid's tail, handmaid's tail, and I'm like, yeah, that's not it. That's, I mean, it's happening for sure, <laughs> but yeah. that's not it, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I think in the end, the final solution that these people are postulating, and one of the problems in The Handmaid's Tale is everyone becomes infertile for the reasons. If you watch, you'll you figure that out. And America becomes locked down and it's in this uh, system. And within the system, everyone has a very specific role and you can't veer from that role or you get they kill you and handmaids are the ones who give birth. There are mothers and there are the, you know, these things they call aunts for those of us that would be in my age and older. And, uh, and so, I mean, it's just extremely significant when you're looking at it with eyes now and the children, it's the, is the story here. The children is the story here with what we're going through right now. The final solution is no children and it's going to get down to like I feel and have said, there's a gene raking going on. There are certain genes that are wanted and are being harvested. And these Mm -hmm. are expressed genes. These are not, these are expressed genes in people. And a lot of times we see these genes in people with special abilities. And that that is dangerous on all sides because Everyone wants that. And I think that part of this depop that's happening is to get rid of everyone else and harvest these genes. I don't, the, the people that I think are playing the bad guys in this role, in this, in this drama that we are all part of, want to want, want that. Mm-hmm. They want to study it. They want to understand it. They don't have it. And I think this is also tied into what people want to consider a soul. And so there's a lot of stuff, you know, I think in the, in the realm, I think Randy Moggins has really talked a lot of amazing stuff on this and I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. kind of stumbling around, but what I'm saying here is I do think that there's some sort of gene harvesting going on and along with a depopulation because they don't need this many people. They don't want this many people. It's too much. And everyone's going to get replaced by functioning robotics you can call them you can call them whatever you want and they're certainly yeah. making them in the form of artifice in the form of humans definitely but the automated systems and the more people push back and don't want to play they're just going to start replacing them with automated systems with ai yeah. with robotics with uh cybernetics uh, cybernetics that's hilarious um with cyborg type stuff, you know, upgrades to the human being as well. And I could go on and on. I think Randy uh, Moggins really speaks to this eloquently, personally.
3: I looked into on a cursory level, the VMAT2 gene, which is like the eternity code or like the eternity gene. And, And I think some people have it in higher degrees than others. Um, that to me feels like it could run a machine, you know, or like could contribute to the cultivation of some kind of like AI metaverse or something, you know, I mean, we power all of this already, I think, energetically or like the aspects of consciousness, as you were saying, Jerry. What? Nothing. (laughs) I'm goofing it. I'm
0: I'm talking to people in chat. I'm sorry.
3: Oh no, I was just saying, like, I don't know. I think that the aspects of consciousness that are here or the extensions of that are what ultimately like fuel the matrix. So yeah, I mean that at the end of the age they want to harvest all that good shit. And then put it towards like the next matrix. I don't know.
0: Just- I don't know. In my current model of like the way I think about things is that, that the universe is consciousness, is the ether. It's all one thing, right? And mm-hmm. <clears throat> we are individuated portions of that here to experience and grow and learn and to increase the knowledge base of the consciousness on a whole. That kind of thing, you know. So in that aspect where this is a learning thing, a school, whatever you want to call it. But it's more for the greater consciousness to learn it, and then I also think that there's that that just like our brains have a left and right hemisphere and a subconscious and a conscious, there's a subconscious of the universe which is has this you know the shadow, the darkness. That's what is manifesting, Ooh. and that's what I think uh, what Cliff would say is the bug. It's it's part. It's still part of consciousness, but it's. The shadow portion.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, that's yeah. It's interesting to think about like duality, like that macro, you know, like that zoomed out to think about duality. I don't know. I I'm just gonna just munch on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> think about it. We really can't you can't have one without the other. There must be a balance. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't think there's ever, I don't know if it can be defeated. It can be kept at bay. It can be kept at bay, but it can't be defeated. And it can't be defeated, definitely, until it's confronted.
3: Right.
2: Oh, yes. Agree. Amen.
3: This kind of reminds me of something that my teacher said, which was that everybody assumes that like whenever you're talking about a higher density or a higher frequency that you have to be talking about something positive or loving. She's like, I've met these horrible atrocious beings that were like, you know, like higher in density and dimension, but they were still really what we would perceive of as negative, you know, I think.
0: Right, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> if you think about it, if if all that shit is true and there are, <laughs> and there are higher dimensions of beings, right? They're going to become more and more and more what we consider amoral mm. because they're operating on a more collective level.
3: And they're probably less in time. From than our
0: perspective. Are. Yeah, right. From our yeah. perspective, right? So, depending on your own moral stance, they could look completely evil. You know, oh, yes. Earth's going to get the population wiped out. That's okay. They'll grow yeah. back, you know. When, when, you, when you live for a span <laughs> of a billion years, yeah. You know, wiping out population that's been here for sixty thousand, however long we've been here, right, is just a, a speck on the their screens,
4: right.
0: Which many people would consider horrible and evil and dark and whatever, but you know, when you look at it from their perspective, it's just, eh, It's like killing ants. It's yes.
4: like looking at it from a management perspective. You know, if you're gonna look super at it.
0: high level management. It's like Jeff Bezos well, yeah. looking at firing one guy in the warehouse kind of thing.
1: Yes.
4: And then it's but like to to zoom out. I can see it though. That much. But I couldn't live it. Yeah.
3: To zoom out that much, I mean, we all have higher aspects of ourselves that exist in different densities that are I,
0: I, allegedly.
3: Well, I don't know. I mean, if I take my intuitions as true, no. but I did see my, a higher aspect of myself do something super interesting that had to do with water and portal and just, it just so we, lots of water portal stuff for me in the last week, but I have been, yeah, just, I have seen like other aspects of myself. Maybe it's all bullshit. I don't know, but I don't think so. I think that it benefits them for us to think of ourselves as just ants, even though if we die here, fuck it. I mean, I don't care. Like, it's just like a blip on the radar for me. But I think ideally we would be thinking like death is just kind of, it's a, a, this is a blip on the radar of eternity. It's not really anything Uh to, you know, I don't know. And maybe I, well, even I was, the billions of years that we've spent in this game or whatever, however long it's been, like it's still just a blip on the radar of eternity because there's no time in eternity that's
4: just always is was and whatever. So I've I got a really good quote from a movie and it and it, it's this nun and she's saying, What is what is death but the beginning of life?
2: Yes. Mm. I mean, that's what it wasn't that the quote because yeah. I, I sent it to you. I think it was something it was, like that. It was something like that. And that's, I yeah. mean, that's,
4: to me, that's I mean, essentially, that's what, that's what yeah. she said. What is yeah. death at the beginning
2: of life? Absolutely. So. I'm so with that. I liked what Jerry was saying earlier too, with confrontation of the shadow, basically confrontation yes. of fear. And <laughs> it is the name of the game. And that's, I think sometimes it behooves us to look at all this like a game. Yes, I guarantee high-level people are, and yeah, that if we that takes a lot of the fear out. First of all, if you know the, the the extraneous fear, the the fear that's pinging you deep inside is an important fear to listen to, but the rest of it is just its crust on you. And confrontation of fear, this is how you move to higher levels of consciousness. It's in-depth psychology. It's a. It's like one of the, it's the bedrock of it. And to look at this that's going on around us in that way changes the whole thing. It reframes it. And it takes us out of a collective victimhood because that's what A lot of people are really pulling up to in the name of fear Mm -hmm. and that will get you nowhere except for deeper in and uh, so confrontation of fear in the way Jerry just put that it was so beautiful and perfect that it, it, it seems simple, but look at how scary this shit is. It's not simple. It's not simple. We're all facing different layers of fear, different ideas of fear, even if you're saying you're not in fear, the environment you're swimming in is in fear, and that is what we're pickling in, whether or not things are feeding off of it, and I guarantee things are, uh, that is the name of the game here. So we must confront it and we must consume it in a, our own, and this start, this is self. This is, we're talking about self and we must consume it and integrate it so that we can see what is the next layer of this game we're playing. And I do like the idea of looking at it as a game because it takes you out of that mentality of of totality, of 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 loss, of, yeah. of the beauty of everything you have that you're going to lose because of whatever this fear monster is outside of us. And uh, and that's a way for me personally to eat that fear and move forward.
1: Hmm.
3: Can I tell you guys something really kind of like deep, depressing, dark? Yeah, okay.
2: Uh, we live in those waters sometimes. <laughs> Let's so skinny dip there.
3: Last year I had with memories, visions, and stuff like that. And after having some of those visions and not having any context for what those were before I found you, um, and the likes of y'all, you know, um, so that I could kind of have some context for what I was experiencing and seeing and noticing and all this stuff was I thought that I was going to lose like the individuated aspect of my spirit. Like I thought that shit was already done. Like I thought that that shit was done. Like that ship had sailed for all of us and that we were all going to get swallowed up into this Leviathan monster, which is just like, that's a terrifying thought. And then I followed that through all the way. And I was like, okay, well, if that happened, everything eventually goes back to the all. So, okay, And then I think like what happened was as an essence, I am very stubborn. And so the spirit became very strong in me, like more like stronger than it had previously been. So that's like just about the scariest thing that I personally as a mystic could think of is Losing like the ability to still connect with my own individuated aspect of consciousness, like that just rattled the fu- that shook me to my the very core of me. I was so scared, and I don't know. I think I've definitely overcome that fear, but it's through agency. Like I wake up every day now, and my days are different. Like my life is different because you know, my actions, what I'm, yeah, what I'm supporting with my energy or my money or like all of that is, has changed. I mean, as a result of a fear that could be very real. I don't know. I don't
2: know. But you didn't, you're not crippled by it and yeah. you're, you're moving <sighs> forward. Yeah. It's a big deal, Meredith. It's a very innocent. Mm-hmm. That's journey. a whole, cause that's, i don't care
3: give a fuck about death <laughs> you know i would rather die a thousand times than go through like any aspect of what yeah
1: that
0: does steve have something to say on the show suzanne
3: steve
4: <laughs> hi uh, sorry she's <laughs> no, she's getting,
0: you. She, you getting bitched at no are you Anti-dirtal
4: on a, Are you on a call with those
0: crazy people again?
2: Where can hell? <laughs> <heal? laughs> but yeah, so Meredith, I'm with you 100% on that. Yeah. See, this is the thing that's hard to do for a lot of people is to bring this in. It that's airy words and it. it 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 is so important and it gets over it gets over memed. And yet in the end, it is the, at the core of everything that you're experiencing period, point blank, it's all happening internally. And uh, to yeah. start to dig apart the mechanism that is projecting out and outward mm-hmm. and amongst everyone else's projections outward is it, it, it you can't, you can't walk that water until you get to that water and a lot of people understand it intellectually they understand it through concepts but right. it doesn't matter if you understand these things conceptually you have to you have to get in the water mm-hmm. and and then go through the process it, it there's no other way i mean there's just yeah. no other way
3: yeah i think that's a pretty common trend in the western world is to get really out of the gnosis and experience and really into like books and research and reading and you know I like a combination of both
2: Uh, the way I'm seeing all of this and it's dark I'm not one that's gonna say it's not dark y'all know this (laughs) But mm-hmm. I am an opti- I am an optimist, and I and I do like the idea of this representing some sort of transcendental experience, if you reframe it into that. And uh, we obviously are all strapped into the ride, and I actually yeah. think we yeah. all. We all are here intentionally in my opinion too, but I know there's that whole reincarnation loop that people talk about and we could be trapped. I don't know, it's on the table, but I do think initially we came in here intentionally and uh, maybe we are being recycled a lot, who knows? There's a lot to be said about that. But in the Mm -hmm. end, in the end though, we're in it and it doesn't do anyone any good to freak out um, and run you know, from it right and you know we all know these you people have to confront this shit yes you you yeah. have to you have to you have to move through it we're on it you might as well yeah. open your eyes and look around you and mm-hmm. process it and maybe at the end maybe you're the one putting yourself in this in this loop maybe at the end you're like oh that was a fun ride exhilarating i'm on i'm in line again <laughs> yeah, i want to go on you that know? ride
4: again <laughs> it was so real seekers You know,
2: when I was looking at myself in the mirror today, I had this weird thought overcome me and that's not uncommon, but I was looking (laughs) and I, I was walking around. I had my glasses on, which I shouldn't do. I should only have them on when I need to read, but I, I, I did anyway. So I get in the, in the mirror, I'm washing my hands and I look up and I'm like, look how real that hair is. And I was like, I'm in a sim, you know, I'm like, look how (laughs) real this is. Like, I was just like, look at every detail of this. And I had this weird moment. I felt like I was in second life again. And uh, I I was kind of alarmed that my thought took me there just on its own. And uh, I don't know what that is. And it doesn't really relate to anything. It does relate to everything, but at the same time, it's just kind of anomalous here in this conversation. It's an observation. It was an observation that put me in in that state of mind where I am actually not real. That reflection was not real, but I was taken over by the reality of it.
1: Mm,
3: That's a that's a vibe. Yeah. That's yeah. I've been like, wow, I love my digital copy or my avatar. Like, (laughs) you know, it's that's a yeah. It's mm. I think about this sometimes that we've already been through this and like we've already chosen yes this like maybe maybe this is different in some ways like there's not as many controls up even though i know that sounds like ridiculous in some senses like because of how much control it appears <laughs> but I just remember in other resets, like it just seemed like it was like boom, event, and then boom, boom, lockdown. Like it was like way less messy and way less obvious, I think. And maybe the programming was way stronger at that point in time or something. Other iterations I've gone through this, but I. Yeah. I just, I wonder if we've already chosen this and chosen this and chosen this. So this is, this is a digital copy. I wonder.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Well, and even just by, by saying it to yourself, by kind of acknowledging and not just that thought, but like any thought that comes in that, and so we, we do need to know what's your thought and what's not your thought. You need to know your inner voice. Yeah. So that we're talking above that level. Okay. Yeah. And, but when, right. when these thoughts come in that I think are higher thoughts. And, uh, I think that that's the time to actually engage in what that higher thought is, is trying to convey to you. And so, and whatever it could be you know a lot of people that quote unquote the psychics right they this is a territory they they understand and it's it's interesting and it's intriguing you know when i walked away from that i thought it was definitely not a foreign it it was definitely i feel me so Mm -hmm. let me get that out of the way I just burped too, Meredith. It's a burp night. And, uh, and, it, and it came up from my balls. And yeah. so <laughs> anyway. So I love uh, your
3: metaphysical <laughs> lady spirit balls.
2: <laughs> I know for real. And so um and mine retracted so far, they're now titties. Anyway, so moving forward, moving forward. I'm so lewd sometimes. Uh moving forward i so i'm like okay this is an interesting thought and i got caught in that moment of it and then i had to you know this is when i pull it apart and i analyze analyze what what is this thought why did i just have this thought and where is this thought taking me why did this it's like a, a tarot card drops on the floor and you're like what in the hell is this and so and that thought took me into a very deep place a place i enjoyed going maybe not comfortably, but I enjoyed going there. And I think that this is one of the things that that separates a lot of people right now. A lot of people will push, they put, they're pushing thoughts out and they're not entertaining the thought because it's dark or it doesn't fit into something or it's crazy or this and that. I think it's time to start actually listening to yourself mm-hmm. and hearing yourself mm-hmm. and trying to have this kind of a, a conversation and I'm saying this in a, a state of sanity, like in a state of s- stability, let's put it that way instead of saying, right. in a right. state of stability where you start actually having an inner dialogue that pushes you into places that are interesting and not a dialogue that has to do with what you want as a confirmation bias mm. or as a, uh, uh, sometimes we can, our thoughts can put us into a vacuum and we see it all the time where so can it's twitter like, yeah. <laughs> right right twitter and is a so hot vacuum
4: <laughs> i'm in a vacuum in twitter right now totally oh,
3: i have my feed very carefully curated though so as to not see just programming that's why i'm in, you have, why
4: to, I'm in you have to
0: remember and keep in mind that twitter is like one percent of the population it does I not it is nowhere yeah. near representative of the world
3: and I think that there's something that you're saying that's interesting, Nish. It's like the, I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm sorry. I think I've I've maxed out. It was, it was just right there and now I went away. So
4: the confirmation bias.
3: Oh yeah, no, I think it's important to look at some of this stuff and to engage with it. But like you said, it's really, really easy to like, especially for me. I mean, I'm, I've been at times notoriously just really ungrounded. Like that's been a natural state, whatever that means, whatever ungrounded means. I've been like, whatever that is at times. I don't feel that way now, but like, I think yeah, it's important to incorporate like nature and, and plants and like gardens and things
4: like this, I think. and Well, that's why I was talking about the elements. It seems like, you know, we're here. Uh, all of us, what's that? Oh, I just mean like we're
3: here, like where there are like yeah. natural elements. I mean, that's that's where yeah. we are,
4: yeah grounding mm-hmm. is very important.
3: Yeah, I was thinking about my experience on Syrian rue. Have you guys ever tried that before?
2: What is it, Meredith? Not.
3: Syrian rue. It's a, it was used back in the day as like an, uh, an abortion. Like uh, it was like a plant medicine that could facilitate like abortion and early or like, you know, miscarriages and early enough
2: is that a specific roux or is it, yeah, is it just roux? Is there it's Syrian roux? Oh, Syrian. I thought you said Therian. I'm like, what kind of oh, a of you're this? like, What is that?
0: And, and what yeah. about the ruguru, which will rip it out of your body with its claws?
4: <laughs> <mercy>. Who was
0: that? <laughs> funny, <not>. Rougarou, <laughs> it's tra- an uh, is it Australian like a
2: carnivorous plant.
0: No, it's an Australian cryptid.
4: Uh huh.
2: It's, oh. it's, it's one of <laughs> the cryptids. Mm-hmm. It's one of these. Oh man!
0: Maybe it's Louisiana. It's somewhere. It's encrypted cryptid with claws. the catch.
2: You're gonna take your baby.
0: All right. <laughs> it's like the dingoes took my baby.
2: I like the dingo. All
0: right. That's a, that's been about two hours. I think we could.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> call it a night.
2: Well, this has been fun, I really enjoyed this panel tonight and uh, Meredith's disappeared, we think she's peeing somewhere. No, she's not, not peeing. <laughs> I'm just she's- kidding. <laughs>
0: she's, she's getting scolded by her Get mother. a drink or
2: something. She's- oh No, no she's flatulating. Um, anyway so this is this has been <laughs> there she comes this has been really fun I'm so glad Meredith and Sue's that you two came on we need to do these kinds of things yeah. more often I love yeah you. I love you ladies I love okay. you Jerry and love thank you, you everyone too. that came to hang out with us yeah from. thank
0: you everyone in chat
2: yeah. and thank uh you.
0: next week we're gonna, we'll be back to a serious show um uh, <laughs> Robert Powell <laughs> <That's
2: hilarious. laughs> not
0: that this wasn't serious but I mean it's going to be more topic oriented uh Robert Powell's going to be on
2: oh excellent yeah yes Robert's got a lot to say yeah he's great yeah
0: and uh, after that we've got Jennifer Bruce and then we're going to have uh Rick
2: Richard. Oh yes, R- Richard Allen Miller. We got Rick yes. coming up. Wait till you get oh. get your ears on Jennifer Bruce. She's amazing. I love her so much, and she is she's she's a firecracker.
0: And, and then still... of
2: course okay. when Jerry, when we have Rick on, all we have to do is introduce him and hold on. That's because...
0: good. I'm, I love this. My favorite guest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rick just <laughs> goes. He ta- He is just on it, and you just hold on.
0: I just hope he wears that cool hat.
2: Yes, and, I uh,
0: love him. Um. Uh, jaron campanello i'm trying to get his ass on here he said he'd come on but then i haven't been able to hook up with him so can't wait to do a deep dive on flat earth
2: fun, yeah Yeah. oh yeah we need to do it we need to get into some more flat earth just to to ruffle some feathers yeah
0: or we could (laughs) we could talk crypto with him because he's a crypto guy so i'd love i'm trying i want to do a crypto cryptocurrency show
2: yeah oh that'd be good yeah that'd be awesome It'd so, be good to do it, maybe like a couple people so we could get alternate perspectives, you know, get, get snippy on, <laughs> right? Oh, I know there you go. that's triggering, that's triggering people I know right now. I don't care. Um, oh, no, no, that's I mean, that's a good thing. Well, he so, would be
0: good because he's a woo guy and he's a crypto guy,
2: and he's right. And now he's a psychic. yeah, now he's what he's a psychic now, too.
4: Oh really? Oh, he's he yeah. always his mom's psychic, has, right?
2: But... No, yeah. he, he was not been. no, he was not. I followed him for years. He was not a psychic guy in the beginning. He started introducing it through his mom and then that penny person and then he started being yeah, I don't it was like a like that penny person. I'm not a fan of penny. Um, I'm leery of that penny person. I just I I don't know. I'm leery of a lot of people right now, but <laughs> yeah, especially I'm people yeah. with narratives Me that too. um that I don't know, you know, I just am not trustworthy of some people. So I, isn't it
4: amazing how, go ahead, sorry. Sorry.
0: No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to answer whoever just said Alison McDowell. Is that Meredith? I've, I've invited her on. She doesn't want to come on the show. Mm,
4: That
3: doesn't surprise
0: me. She declined. Which is too bad. I'd love to chat with her about, you know, I heard her, like everything she talked about on the THC episode she did mm-hmm. was, was right on. And I totally agree. And it's, it's frightening. And I'd yeah. love to have her come on and talk about it. And I that's all I want to talk about with her. So, yeah but, but a lot of people will come on the show because we talk about other stuff that's not, I mean, I don't know. You
3: we're a variety show. She blocked me on Facebook, but she loves me on Twitter. It's so weird. I don't know. The whole thing.
2: But we're, you know, we're a variety show. We have had every kind yeah. of on here. Like, seriously, we have had every kind of person, Jared. What have we not had on here?
0: Oh, no, we've had everyone. We even we tolerate all kinds of crazy.
2: Yeah, we're, we're like, love that. Clearly, <laughs> guy, you guys are friends with me.
0: Remember that guy we had on, I remember his name, um, God, I can't remember his name. He's like a radio guy, all love and light. He would tell oh. us, you know, <laughs>
1: yeah. friends. Vinnie. Let me
0: that tell you. That was Vinny. No, it wasn't Vinny. It was an older guy.
2: Oh, oh yeah, the one that said friends. Yes. Um, yes. I dear know
0: dear ones, that. let me tell yes.
2: you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That he, was a show we worked. We worked yeah, on that one he was here. a
0: Palladian oh or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, don't know. that's where you leave and you're like, I should have got paid. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that was back oh in the day God. when I'd be posting loud, memes are, on been... Facebook constantly during the show. It's like I'm out of here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean the light worker on your show? We've mini light
3: workers. Dear ones. Dear we... ones.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> we gathered here today to tell you how insignificant you are and how important <laughs> yes. we are. You know, I even
0: I even reached out to Bashar.
4: Talk,
0: oh, that guy. I, I, I want to talk to him. I want to talk to these people.
4: Yeah. He's so, money
3: driven. So I,
0: he's not going gonna... to. He, he, he said no. Like I, I even asked uh, Yuri Geller was another person I invited.
2: Cool. He, I
0: know. I would love to talk to you. I invited so many people who all replied either didn't reply to me or said, no, I don't want to be on the show.
2: Well, there in fairness, a lot of people weren't coming on. We were just Knox Mente and they didn't want to talk about their this dreams.
0: This is true. This is true. Yeah.
2: Like, so uh, it, cha- it changed with the obelisk. Like
0: Michael Tesarion.
2: Yes. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but this show, I mean, anything goes with the obelisk. So, And we yeah, let right. it go where it goes.
0: No way I'm having James land on the show. Sorry. Long start. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That is all. You're all free to go. Excuse You're all excused. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for Thanks for listening, everybody. Mind. And uh, we'll, we'll be back next week, and hopefully some more regular shows.
4: Stay uh, sane.
0: Stay sane. Yeah. Take
4: care of yourself. Don't <laughs> let them get you.
0: Fear is the mind. Don't let joy. the bed
4: bugs bite. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I say that every night to Ben. We say that to each other. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Aww. Never
2: trust a fart. <laughs> don't.
1: Yeah, Jason Lube. That's
0: a good one, Jason Lube. No.
1: Don't let the bug bite you. <laughs> you are
0: the bug. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye.